What is up? Welcome back to Side Piece Season, the only show with the audacity to blame you for everything that went wrong in your relationship. Right now, I have a few friends that are deep in the friends with benefits woods. Each of them claims to be tired of the games, but they're still playing the games. They can all be grouped into three big groups. The first group, aim low. They're miserable, but they don't know how to fix it, and they just want anything to fill the void. So they have a rotation, and they'll just go through the rotation and get what they can from that. The next group is the avoidant group, and they're just using the numbers to their supposed advantage. It's all quantity over quality, and and they're convinced that that's going to be enough. But yet, they say that they want something serious. They want to stop doing this. And then the last group are actually the serious ones. They are looking for a partner. Here's the problem. They're never satisfied because they're looking for the perfect, air quotes, perfect partner. And so they can never find the right person. All three groups are just biding their time, filling their time, rotating through the different options. Most of the time, good enough works for us in relationships. We don't question the relationship if it's good enough, which makes total sense. There's not a single person that can provide you with everything that you want. Best case scenario, we can expect that our partner will not have about 20% of the traits that we would like them to have. And that's based on that off-quoted 80-20 rule. 80% is the maximum. Compassion, forgiveness, understanding, they're all mandatory for the long haul. None of us are going to be perfect. None of us are perfect. And yet, we often hold our partners to a higher standard. The the more that we get hurt, the higher the standards are raised to the point where we give up because we know that what we expect is unreal and basically de facto unattainable. And that's counterproductive. Pain avoidance is at the forefront of our minds. And any attachment style other than secure is going to leave us getting creative with the ways to fill our needs. So today, I'm talking to those of us that attempt to fill our needs with the old friends with benefits rather than fully committing to a person or persons in a single relationship. First off, what are the benefits? Basically, it's intimacy. Intimacy in the form of sex and or some degree of closeness, but not too much closeness. And also you can expect fun and or excitement. Friends of Benefits is the why buy the cow when you can get the milk for free saying put into action. It has its place, but we're not talking about where it works and who it's good for. We're talking about the folks that are afraid of commitment and instead just use the friends with benefit to supplement their emotional needs. And wow, doesn't that sound like a side piece? Anyway, as attachment styles and concepts like love language is a test, we all have different needs. And beyond that, the needs can change over time. I don't know what's on your list of needs, but since you're listening, I will assume affection, connection, feeling prioritized, and trust are on there somewhere. By definition, friends with benefits will never leave you feeling highly prioritized, if at all, nor will it leave you feeling secure. Those are just off the table. 
But in exchange, Friends with Benefit does offer two rather amazing things that people elevate to mythic levels of importance. Autonomy and space. The big dirty secret that nobody talks about in long-term relationships is that they naturally decrease your autonomy and your space, which means doing whatever the hell you want to do, whenever the hell you want to do it without regard for your partner and all of that unlimited privacy and alone time, they're over. And yes, there's a certain sadness in that, but it's, it's minor. Yes, they take a hit, but they don't disappear completely. They don't cease to exist. The friends with benefit folk act as though they must protect their autonomy at all cost. Very much me as opposed to we mindset. But don't be confused. It is still a relationship. Friends with benefit is like a relationship light. It's not as rich as it could be. It does offer a taste of acceptance and empathy, a little dash of affection and connection. So despite all that you can never have, you do get a little something. Uh, It does take the edge off of that gnawing emptiness and loneliness. You have a loose connection. For a few, this is enough, but most of us require more. Strong relationships in, in particular, the need for them grows greater as we age. A standard distribution shows those that can meet all of their emotional needs via the friends of benefit route as the outliers. It happens. I'm not here to refute that. But there are a lot of folks out here wanting something serious while convincing themselves or at least trying to convince themselves that they are perfectly happy with something casual. It offers some delight, like a dessert. But... Eventually, you're going to need to eat the meal. So why is a significant other, a committed relationship, the meal? What's so great about the committed relationship? Especially given the high failure rate. Why are people still jumping into them? Well, simply put, we go further together. And we were built for it. We've evolved to it. Think about the worst punishment that they have in a prison. It's solitary confinement. They limit that person's interaction with other humans. The prisoner gets isolated and it bends and sometimes breaks their mind. We need connection. In a world of billions of people, the only thing that stops loneliness and keeps us sane is connection. And the deeper, the better. (laughs) Don't, Don't go getting nasty with that. The existence of so many different dating apps illustrates the fact that we need and want connection. Here's my list of what is meaningful from a relationship. Acceptance, affection, confidence, connection, empathy, feeling prioritized, growth, humor, regard, respect, security, and trust. And now I'm not naive. I have yet to experience everything on my list in any one of my romantic relationships, which is more a comment on me and my bullshit rather than any of the particular women. In my marriage, most of the items were there and I never looked for what wasn't. And and even in retrospect, the missing ones 
were in sight. They were attainable. I just had no idea that I needed them or how to proceed to get them. At any rate, doing it with just a nearly complete list was actually pretty dope. So imagine the entire list. And then the the dreaded and feared changes to autonomy. That can really do a number to your psyche, I suppose, if you feel like you're a very independent person and you have trust issues. But mess with any of them, and it can lead to catastrophic failure. The concern over the losses to the autonomy that the individual has just... For my money, that's very overblown. For me, that ideal relationship is going to require the presence of a significant other, regardless of the marital status. And I mean significant in most senses of the word, but particularly consequential, historic, monumental, and substantial. Most of what I had on my list can be found in a casual relationship to some small degree. But when it's casual, there's no need for empathy. It doesn't get that serious. Your intention is to keep the person at arm's length in the first place and to never really reveal your soul or your vulnerabilities. Nothing like that will ever be exposed, at least not on purpose. So the connection stays very surface level. It's very flimsy, which is strange because you can still have high levels of security and trust. That friends with benefits thing might stroke your ego, but it does not build your confidence. There is no peace. No sense of building is derived in a friends with benefits situation. The foundation's just not strong. A significant other is just a much more substantial relationship that gives you much more than friends with benefit ever could. Having said all that, you still got to protect yourself. If you're riding around and getting it, Take responsibility for your physical health, but also have an eye on your emotional and mental health as well. Shockingly, your body is all one organism. Everything is linked. Not to get woo-woo, but energy matters. Mixing your energy with the wrong energy diminishes your energy. There's always consequences. A strong relationship is beneficial to your entire health in every way. Ever since COVID, there seems to be a greater amount of self-induced isolation and all the requisite anxiety and depression that that engendered. Lots more mistrust between the sexes. Of course, the good old-fashioned abuse, disloyalty, and divorce never left. A lot of things paint a dark picture of relationships on the whole. So out of fear, people are relying on friends with benefits and other seemingly new but not new relationship styles to give them what they need on a human level. And two of the big underlying themes are, one, say no to love, and two, something akin to three easy ways to win at love. The truth is, a one-size-fits-all solution to making relationships work does not exist. The fix is simple. Work on yourself, set boundaries, be realistic, And do not allow fear to stop your pursuits. The richness of a significant other cannot be matched by a thousand friends with benefits or side pieces or whatever it is that you're trying to throw into the gap. So what do you want, truly? Acceptance, affection, autonomy, confidence, connection, empathy, feeling prioritized, humor, regard, respect, security, trust, 
add fire sex and that's my list. What's on yours? And then what's delaying you from attaining it? DM your list to me at sidepiece underscore season on Instagram. They will remain confidential. Okay, gotta run. Make your Monday outstanding. Have a fantastic week and an amazing weekend. I'll meet you back here in a week and we'll do it all over again. Please rate, review, like, and subscribe. That helps the show to grow. If you like what you heard, tell a friend. And if you did not like what you heard, don't be like that. And go tell an enemy that you loved it anyway. Remember, the National Crisis and Suicide Hotline is 988. Again, that's 988. Make sure that anybody that needs it knows it. As always, be good to yourself. Be good to others. Peace. All of this is designed to keep you from experiencing... 